Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our trailer drop for Sony Pictures Animation's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Who do you think you are? Really? We are supposed to be the good guys. We are. Thwip, thwip, and hello, my name is Nate. This is the Geekcentric Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast celebrating the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geekcentric. Now, it's been four years since we had the incredible pleasure of watching the first Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and now we're back with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Let's get into it. Joining me for this journey across all the different Spider-Verses, we got my Spider-People, Kevin, Megan, and Darcy. Thwip, thwip. I liked it. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. How are you guys doing? Are you, can you believe we're even seeing footage from, let alone a trailer from this movie? I can't believe the first one was four years ago. <laughs> yeah, that caught me off guard too. Jeez, That's crazy. Twenty eighteen, absolutely not. Does not feel like it's been that long. Yeah, no. I, maybe it's because I watch it so so many times. It's just so fresh in my memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just watch it every Christmas. That's it's that's the way to do it for sure. For sure. <laughs> Um, this movie is directed by Joaquim uh, Dos Santos, Justin K. Thompson, uh, and Kemp Powers, uh, who also uh, worked on and wrote Soul, uh, by the way, Ooh. for our animation fans. Um, let's just talk about this trailer. Let's get right into it. People know, people have watched the trailer by now. I, I, I you know, they could have easily just flashed a bunch of pretty animation on the screen. And I mean, they they absolutely did do that, but they could have just done that and fans would have been happy. But the fact that they started with the heart of this story, the, they they ground the trailer in emotion and, and they focus on Miles' relationships with his family, with his mother, with Gwen. Uh, and then what also feels like with this antagonist uh, that Oscar Isaac is playing with, with Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, what did you guys think of our first look uh, at Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I remember when we talked about this in the most recent um, This Week in Geek and the explanation of us getting six plus different art styles throughout this movie. And mm-hmm. I am blown away by in just a two-minute trailer, not even, like a 30-second trailer, um, we get those six different styles and more and I can't even yeah I can't even stop the trailer enough to find new versions of Spider-Man that I've never heard of before or are reminiscent of comics that I've read in the past so not only is this trailer not divulging much story but Mm -hmm. it's giving us so much to chew on by not giving us a lot I guess if that makes sense um and Oscar Isaac's character looks visually stunning in just, again, that little blip that they have shown in this trailer. So I couldn't be more hyped. <laughs> the way the, the way those spikes come out of his arms as he's he's running, like, it's, oh, it's so dope. Yeah, I mean, he looks vicious. Uh, and I think that's going to be a very interesting sort of 
dynamic of that character. Uh, I will say it's certainly a bold strategy to spend 25% of your first ever trailer flashing back mm-hmm. to yeah. the first movie. And I was like, oh, is this bugging me? I'm not sure if this is really annoying me. <laughs> but the way that it sets up the trailer and where he's come from and where he has to go next, I think, yeah. was a really brilliant uh, just strategy of, of reminding us of that heart from the first movie and what it was all about seamlessly bleeding into the new footage and we see him first in action stopping the taxi cab which is very uh toby mcguire spider-man mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. maybe my highlight of the trailer is i wish if i was running late downtown in toronto one day i could just run by a hot dog vendor <laughs> and grab my hot dog with the word take popping yeah, up over me and then take. throw him a toonie and keep going i wish <laughs> So good. So good. Darcy, uh, when I got on this this chat, y'all were already in here. And uh, Darcy, you were kind of mentioning you saw you guys saw a bunch of spider people. I love so the, many. the scene, the scene that they're showing them too. like we're talking about art styles, but even art like references like the MC Escher sort of scene as the camera twists through. What were some of those spider people that you saw? Well, I mean, off the bat, I got a shout out Bombastic Bagman, Spider-Man in his, <laughs> his borrowed uniform with a, pl- a paper bag as a mask. Bag. That made me happy. But going even further, we had, like, I saw a couple comic references and video game references. Like, there mm-hmm. was the Miles Morales and Peter Parker from the, the game series. I Insomniac, saw, yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, Superior Spider-Man, you know, when Otto Octavius takes over Peter Parker's body. There was Scarlet Spider, a clone of Peter Parker. There are so many characters. Privateer Packbar, Pack. Pa- Prahakbar, I can never remember his name, but the Indian Spider-Man. And it's just so many things. Again, Megan was saying about how you can pause it and keep looking for new things. And every time I paused it, I'm noticing another Spider-Man I've seen either as a variant cover from the comics or just a one-off storyline. So it has me so excited to see what what comic characters and references we're going to get in this movie. I think it was incredible to see, uh, you know, we we get our first look at uh, Jess Drew, Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, mm-hmm. played by Issa Rae, uh, and she's got a gorgeous, you know, fro- afro, and she's she's decimating the face of what looked like a Victorian age vulture. And mm-hmm. I like that he's sort of he has no color. He's he's clearly from like maybe like like an olden times sort of vulture, right? <laughs> like he's kind of got these like puffy shoulders that kind of looks like a Shakespearean style. So I'm hoping he like, he speaks in, in poetry would be really, really funny, but to see her and, and apparently she's pregnant in this, uh, which is, I, I don't know the last movie I saw with a pregnant woman kicking ass. Um, so that is, <laughs> and that's, that's straight from the comics too. That's like, she, she was spider woman and pregnant and just being the badass agent of shield that she is. So that's again, sick. This introduction to that character has even me even more stoked because, again, this isn't one the one that we've seen from the comics, but is so true to the character that we know from the comics. So, yeah, I'm, I am as a comic fan over the over the wall, uh, like the wall, excited for what what what's to come. Well, and Darcy, you 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 know you have your comic background to sort of rely on and go. Oh, I notice him. I notice her. I notice that character. For me, I I as a you know uh, know nothing. I had no idea that. You know, this idea was so of the, like a, a multiversal Spider-Man world was mm-hmm. so ingrained in the comics, and that's where they're obviously drawing so much of this inspiration from. So that's that's really cool. Uh, we we mentioned it briefly off air, but I got to give a shout out to Dad Bod Spider-Man all day, um, and also <laughs> yeah. there there was one that I noticed in the last time we watched, and it almost looks like he has like a scorpion 
cocktail. It's almost like a oh. some sort of hybrid. So I mean, that, that's cool. This idea of these villains mixing in with with Spider Man is such a comic book idea. Well, we just got Werewolf by Night, and I, I don't know how much there is a crossover, but there was a Werewolf Spider Man hanging out, walking around in this trailer <laughs> as well. It's it's one of those things where. If, if we think in a two-minute trailer it's worth pausing and frame-by-framing every second, wait till the movie. Like, we're going to be, like, to the point where, like, every single frame of this looks like something I'd want on my wall. And there, it's just <laughs> nuts to see how they've animated. Apparently, this is the most amount of people to work on an animated film in the history of ever, uh, according wow. to Chris Miller and Phil Lord, uh, who actually had their own trailer drop. Uh, along with Haley Steinfeld, they they sort of hosted like an after party when this trailer came out, and they called it a trailer drop. I'm like, they'll hear from our lawyers, uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, they did talk about um, a few extra details uh, that weren't necessarily shared in the trailer, and I thought I would kind of shout them out here. Uh, of course, they did talk about Privateer uh, Prabhakar. I'm probably butchering that name, but yeah, <laughs> Spider Man India from from Mumbatan. Um, and apparently Mumbatan goes in reverse. It goes down instead of up. Um, they talked about Hobie Brown, Spider-Punk, played by Daniel mm-hmm. Kaluuya, uh, who is apparently going to be best buddies with Gwen, supposedly <gasps> a new friendship that makes Miles a little bit jealous. Oh. Uh, and they also revealed that Gwen Stacy's new kicks that she's wearing uh, are actually borrowed uh, from Hobie Brown. So they're his, they're his okay. shoes. Um, and, of course, we did see Peter B. Parker returning wearing a baby Bjorn, uh, but there's no <laughs> baby in it. And uh, it, you got to check out this video when you get a chance of this, this after party uh, trailer thing that they did because they also showed a picture of uh, Mary Jane and Peter B. Parker's baby. They got back together uh, and are having a baby named Mayday. Uh, baby Mayday, and apparently she's got she's got Spider Man powers as a baby. Spider Girl Man. <laughs> um, and I I'm not sure if Mayday. I apparently Mayday is from the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, did they name her after Aunt May? Like, is that kind of where that comes from? I I think it, in one of the iterations it was uh, a reference to uh, his aunt because she had passed away in that one timeline. Right. But again, it's just the name Mayday Parker is so comic book. It, it she has to be your hero. So. Yeah, so dope, so dope. I'm just glad, you know, seeing Peter and we, you know, when we see him in the first movie, he's he's come from, you know, difficult circumstances and he's had a rough go with a lot of things, and so I'm glad that he's he's probably just in the middle of like a midnight snack. He he's been watching the baby and everything. I, I, I seeing the empty baby carrier gave me a bit of you know dread, like a little worry, like oh no, oh, is no. this going to be some <laughs> tragic? element to this story but no it sounds like they're going the complete opposite direction which which is a very good thing he looks pretty relaxed which i mean yes he seemed he was in good spirits right and it's like is that even possible you just had a baby you must uh, you must be kind of jealous of him being in good spirits with a, an empty baby bjorn <laughs> i'm in very good spirits uh you find a you find a different level of adrenaline it's your own sp- spidey sense that you, you sort of develop who needs oh, I love sleep it. <laughs> Who needs a proper eating schedule? Who needs to do household chores? You know, you've got the small little bundle of joy to bring, you know, happiness to you. Well, it'll be interesting to see because I think we saw Peter B. Parker go on a bit of a journey of maturity in in the first movie. So to see him now as a dad, I mean, 
that's got to be even more so. So I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that aspect is going to change his character. Uh, the music um, will be Miles' personal soundtrack. Uh, of course, you know, we did get um, uh, the the song sunflower sunflower thank you and, and yeah. sway lee <laughs> right and apparently there will be more sway lee but apparently they're focusing mostly with metro boomin uh who if oh, you're course. yeah if you're a tiktoker <laughs> listening to this you know who i'm talking about i don't know i don't know who metro boomin is um but very stoked <laughs> not to, yet not yet yeah exactly i'll be rocking that i'm sure the moment we come out of that theater um phil lord sort of downplayed the Gwen and Miles relationship, saying it's complicated, especially if it's through a multiverse. Um, but I want to throw my my two cents in here for some predictions, and let's maybe talk about some predictions. We got to be getting Toby, Andrew, and Tom mm-hmm. at some <laughs> point in this movie, or do you think they're going to save that for Beyond the Spider-Verse being a year later? I think that it would make more sense for them to put it in this one as a very quick cameo because No Way Home is still relatively current. People still love it. People still reference it. I think you wait a couple more years and it's not going to be as much of a punch. So Mm -hmm. if they can get the three of them in there, maybe on the top of the Statue of Liberty discussing <sighs> the Avengers being a boy band. <laughs> like, And maybe it's just one of those moments like what you see in Guardians of the Galaxy where they just sort of threw through that part of the multiverse and they're just having that discussion and that's all we get and then you move on and it's a fun, screaming, exciting moment for the audience. Mm-hmm. It's funny you mentioned Guardians of the, Ga- uh, the, the Galaxy because like you said, that, that multiverse travel with all the hexagons that yeah. pop up and they're going through makes me think of those space gates gates and like you said that that one trip we got through the the space or universe yeah. with guardians so again I, I can't wait to see how they explore like the travel between the two because that's going to be a very big part of this and how they access it is so fascinating to me because like i talked about earlier there is a spider-verse in the comics and that is such a huge integral part to his more recent stories so again bringing this to, to the screen is as a comic book uh, nerd's dream that's for sure well we're definitely getting a lot of hexagons within the mcu in general i think the mcu <laughs> touches will be will be minimum like they they literally mm-hmm. they don't have a lot that sony is able to sort of pull from i think for legal reasons but um but they definitely have access to tom holland and uh, and andrew garfield and um toby mcguire but i i also wanted to mention yuri lowenthal i hope gets to make a voice cameo uh being the voice of spider-man um in in the video games in the insomniac video games i think would be really really cool to get him in here um and even the voice of miles from the games like i i think they've got so so much that they can do and play with and have fun with um but it also looks like it's it's still going to it seems like it's still going to stay focused enough um supposedly gwen is going to be um she's she gets invited to the Spider Society by uh, by um, uh, Miguel O'Hara, uh, and apparently, you know, even though she's invited, uh, Miles is not, and so that's part of where I think they're they're maybe going to kind of focus some of that dissension. Um, but I don't know, like any other calls? Do you guys think that Oscar Isaac is going to actually be the villain, or do you think it's going to be more along the lines of like? He's he starts off as the villain, but then transitions into the sort of the gray or grayer character. 
I almost I almost think there's just going to be some sort of almost ethical or moral misunderstanding going on that's sort of driving the division there because uh, from what I understand, he's not intended to be the main villain here, right? That's uh, mm-hmm. obviously reserved for Spot, The Spot. Is it Spot or The Spot? The Spot, I believe. Yeah. Okay. It, again, another comic character I can't believe we're getting on the screen because his power is so ridiculous. Just being able <laughs> to take holes off his body and throw them on the ground for Spider-Man to fall into or and stuff like that. It, it's so ridiculous. But in terms of uh, Spider-Man 2099 being the bad guy, I think it's going to stem from the Spider-Verse story in the comics in that every universe has a spider totem. And with the death of Peter Parker in our Miles Morales universe, it went without a spider totem. So this new Spider-Man might be upsetting the balance of the multiverse because the the web that connects everything is very uh, fragile and delicate. And there are villains who will use that that delicateness to you know kind of wreak havoc across the spider-verse so i wouldn't be surprised if that's the story they're going where he's trying to do it for the greater good of the multiverse without realizing who miles is at 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 the core right we do see a very brief moment of him looking at what looks to be his family on some sort of monitor um Mm -hmm. so i think i think you're kind of right there too kevin in the sense that it's going to be like he, he needs to do this for his family to to save his family and i think uh that's a that's something that miles can absolutely understand um given his relationship with his family i will say it sort of gives off like first movie kingpin vibes that he was like trying to bring his family back very much his wife and daughter sort of situation i'm gonna assume it's not the exact same thing i would hope they don't do the exact same thing <laughs> as the first film but um you know for for our um, antagonist to have uh, an heart, a heartwarming and an understandable, relatable issue to be dealing with makes us connect more with them. So, yeah, I definitely think it's another family issue because that seems to be what Miles' story revolves around. And given that this is a, you know, a second movie of a trilogy – do we get a happy ending in this movie, or do we think it's going to end on a, a sad cliff cliffhanger? They'll empire us for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about family relationships and stuff like that. And I mean, thinking of Spider-Man 2099, his whole uh, storyline in the comics stems from the fact that he is the, the bastard son of his time's Osborne equivalent, basically. So his dad is, a, like, you know, um, CEO of some you know evil company, and he's trying to live up to, and you know fight against that. And I guess it'd be interesting to see him going to defend his family future because of where his dad came from and stuff like that. It's just the parallels between the two characters and their relationship with their father is very interesting because they had such different connections to him. So it's again very cool potentials for stories. It's gonna be so good. Uh, anything else that we want to say about uh, this trailer, about this movie? Uh, before we wrap up this trailer drop. Well, I know for me, just really quickly, because we don't see much of or any, maybe there's a quick glimpse of this The Spot character, mm-hmm. but looking him up, okay, I found this image of Spider-Man punching him in the chest, and his fist is going through one of the holes, out and of a coming hole, out of his... in his face, and punching what? himself in the face, and I want this in the movie so bad. So <laughs> that is, fantastic. if I have one hope for this movie, other than it being... Terrific, which I have no doubt in my mind. If I want to see Spider-Man 
punch himself in the face through holes in some spot man's body. I'm in. <laughs> That's so dope. I cannot wait. I can't wait for the different art styles in this. Um, really quickly, sorry, just because I, I came across this last note. Gwen's watercolor world mm. will change based on her mood, which is so dope. We see that moment where it's all yellow. And so it's like, that's definitely what's going on in that moment. So I, I'm just I'm stoked for that. Yeah. And that, again, is drawing from the comics. Her characters always have very vibrant color palettes that change depending on the mood of the comics and stuff like that. So, again, they're really drawing from the comics more so than any MCU property. And that has me so excited as a true comic fan because Spider-Man was one of the, like the, my favorite series that I'd always read any of his big events involving the Spider-Verse and stuff like that. So the fact that they're paying so much attention uh, to detail from the source material has me so excited. Well, wow. Yeah. I think we are all very excited. Um, will we watch another trailer if a trailer comes out? Yes or no? hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm not the one to watch a lot of trailers because I don't like to spoil yeah. the movie for myself. But the way that Sony is going with this animated movie, it feels like they're not going to reveal too much. Yeah. So more trailers come out. I'll watch them all. I'll probably only watch them a couple of times. I'm not going to overdo it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm going to watch everything. I always say I won't, and then I do. Uh, <laughs> but I like what you said there, Reagan, about how it, keep it like bombastic like this. Just show us how crazy, frenetic, and, and unique uh, visually this movie's going to be. Don't spoil any, any real elements from the movie. And yeah, I'll definitely be watching another one. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to just, I'll watch them all. I'm going to watch them all, freeze frame them all, uh, and we'll probably talk about them in some capacity. Uh, that is it for this trailer drop and reaction. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this trailer or any of the content we cover here, well, let me just send you over to Megan. I'm going to send her through one of those it was hexagons and <laughs> just going to travel through the spider verse uh, to let you know how you can reach us. They can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if you're in the mood to just quickly take a hot dog out of someone's hands and throw money at them, then you can find us on Twitter at geekcentricyt or Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Oh, Megan, thank you for doing that. I hope I didn't ice your game, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nobody um, says it like that. Uh, listen, listen. Uh, we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back. Miles' mom's, you know, she knows what's going on. Uh, and uh, and just check out all of our our upcoming content. We've done. We've got got a lot of stuff that happened in 2022 that you can catch up with. Um, and uh, and we've got a lot more planned for 2023. Uh, so click the bell, click the subscribe button, give a like, give a five star, write a review. Why don't you? Uh, but Megan, Kevin, Darcy, thwip, thwip, and thank you. And as we say, love ya. Get home safe, guys. Bye. Laters.